Tanya for the 23rd of Shvat, but first a story. The Tzemach Tzedek went to Petersburg um, for meetings with the government's ministry in regards to education. And the Tzemach Tzedek fought like a lion. It was, it, was, it was something absolutely tremendous. In fact, one of his sons had never seen his father like this. And he, he changed his dedication style to his father. He, like he accepted his father as a Rebbe because of how... Fiercely, the Tzemach Sedek fought the government to ensure that Jewish education remained entirely unchanged and that they, didn't, they had absolutely no interference in the slightest in Jewish education. And at one point, they started getting frustrated and they asked him, um, how can you be so determined? Because the Tzemach Sedek would not budge in the slightest amount. They wanted compromises and the Tzemach Sedek was not willing to compromise at all. And they said, how can you be so determined? So the Samach Sedek answered them simply, because of the contents of my suitcase. A very vague answer, but it was enough to get them to order the suitcase to be brought. And they opened it up, and they saw inside the suitcase was the Samach Sedek's burial shrouds. And they told the Samach Sedek that we don't have intention to, to kill you. We want, we're, 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 we're planning to give you lashes. We don't plan to kill you. I'm not sure the reason why, because Russian, the Russian government at that time didn't care much about Jewish life. It could have been that someone said it was such a high, important personality, they couldn't afford to, they couldn't afford to kill him. It would have created a, an international outrage. But the point was, they, they said, we plan to lash you, we don't plan to actually kill you. Um, the, well, what's really interesting, one, um, one um, thing that's connected to that is, on the way to packing, when, when the Tzemach Sedek was getting, readying himself to go to Petersburg, the, one of the Tzemach Sedek's children saw him packing the burial shrouds. And he told the Tzemach Sedek, if you pack the burial shrouds, you'll terrify my mother, which is the Tzemach Sedek's wife, Rebetzin Chaimushka. And the, the Tzemach Sedek said, I, I want to do that. Because if she's scared, she'll ask Hashem to help, and she'll say to Hillim, and she's the daughter of a real... Um, terrorist scholar and her, her prayers will be answered her, her father was the Mittler Rebbe, the, pre, the Rebbe before then the Tanya now is dealing with depression, it's almost like the Alter Rebbe is troubleshooting the first 25 chapters of the Tanya the Alter Rebbe explains this incredible masterpiece a building that's just so perfect of how everything works and how a person can motivate them whether, whether an easy method or a very easy method on how to mo- motivate yourself to become the best perfect version of yourself, i.e. the Benini but now the Atab is saying, well, you might have reasons why this won't work. Strongest of which is depression, sadness, any form of, um, you know, slowness. That's a good, that, that, that might sound like a good excuse. So what the Atab is now doing is systematically going through all the possible excuses that a person would have to be sad and saying, that's not a good enough excuse. You can't be sad. You need to be happy because if you're happy, you can be successful at the Tanya. And if you're not, if you're depressed, it's the, it's the Yetzirah slowing you down, making you sad so you could do more sins. Until now, we explained two excuses a person might have to be sad. Number one, financial and, and family, familiar and health um, um, reasons to be sad. And the Altarist says a person still needs to be happy. Then a person might be sad about his sins. And the Altarist says, no excuse. It's coming from the Yetzirah. Pick a time if you, want to, if you want to think about these things. And then isolate that, that experience to a very limited time. And now the Altarist is going to t- talk about a third thing that would possibly make a person sad. And Altarist is going to say, spoiler alert... Not a good enough excuse. You still have to be happy. Let's begin. Chapter 27. What if the sadness is not coming from um, sins? 
Rather, a person starts to think about doing inappropriate things. He starts thinking about thoughts that are inappropriate or doing sins or about sins. And these thoughts are plaguing him. And then he starts to get depressed. He says, what a terrible, dreadful person I am that I want to do such and such. And that I want to think about such and such. Isn't that a good enough reason to be sad? Argues this chassid to the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe answers, If a person's not davening and learning, and these thoughts go, he's in the middle of going about his day, and suddenly he thinks, oh, I would love to do this Avera. And he th- then he thinks to himself, what a dreadful person I am to start thinking about these things. And he starts feeling bad and beating himself up. He says, you know, I need to crush myself. Let's say, for example, a person's doing business and he's just thinking these thoughts. And then he says, well, what's wrong with me? The Altarabah says, thinking thoughts of doing sins in the middle of business is not a reason to be sad. It's a, it's a reason to be extremely joyful. And it's incredible how the Altarabah turns the tables over here. If a person is in doing business and he thinks thoughts of doing sins, that shouldn't make him sad, that should make him incredibly joyous. He has, the, he has now incredible opportunity that he gets to fulfill what Hashem says, not to follow after your heart and not to follow after your eyes. If the thoughts hadn't gone to his, into his, the thought of doing a sin hadn't gone into his brain, he would not be able to fulfill this mitzvah of not following after what your heart and your, your eyes want. Now that it did, says Altareba, this guy should be dancing from the rooftops. He has the opportunity to throw the thought out of his head and fulfill what Hashem said to do, not to do whatever you want, but to do what Hashem wants. So you have a thought to do a sin? Be joyous. Now you get to throw the thought out of your head and continue on with your day. So says Alter of course we're not talking about Siddiqim, because Siddiqim don't have thoughts of doing sin. So of course we're talking about a Benini. Now a Benini is going about his day and thinks, oh, I want to do this dreadful um, behavior. He should suddenly be dancing because he gets the chance to throw it throw it out of his out of his brain. In fact, the rabbis say a person that refrains from doing a sin, it's like he's doing a mitzvah. So you having the thought of doing something inappropriate and then holding yourself back from doing it, that's not a reason to be sad. Oh, what a dreadful person. I had the thoughts of doing something negative. You can't be punished for the thoughts that jump into your brain. Dwelling upon them, of course, that's inappropriate. But the second those thoughts go into your brain, you're not a bad person for thinking thoughts. You're not you're a bainani. You're not a tzaddik, as we're, getting, we're going to say in a moment. Don't get too egotistical. You're a bainani. It's a right to have thoughts that jump into your head without your control. Tossing them out, that's your job. But it's not a reason to be sad. It's a reason to be unbelievably joyous. You get right now the opportunity to do what Hashem wants and throw that thought right out of your head. And then just as you have incredible joy when you shake the law, when you put a coin in tzedakah bushka, you learn Torah, you do tzedakah, you should have incredible joy right now because you have the incredible opportunity of doing a mitzvah-like activity of throwing these thoughts out of your head. So you're thinking about doing a sin for amazing opportunity. You get to now throw it away. For Adarava... And says Al-Tarebbe, if a person is going to find himself depressed, because what, what a person is going to say in his own head, what a dreadful person I am that I think of doing such a sin, the al is not impressed with this type of behavior. He's like, know your place. Let's be realistic for a moment. If you're going to get depressed about having thoughts of doing sins, it's coming from arrogance. The person does not know his real, his real place, where he really stands. And therefore he's really sad, he's not a tzaddik. al says, 
Slow down. You're not a tzaddik. And, that's, and if you're getting depressed because the sin is going to your head, somehow you have some false illusion that makes you think you're a tzaddik. What type of arrogance is that? You're not a tzaddik. You're a regular person. Regular people have thoughts to jump in their head, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Your job now is to contend with it, to battle it, to throw it out. But don't get all worked up that the thoughts are going to your head. You're not a tzaddik. Shall a tzaddik with a tzaddik, a genuine Tanya tzaddik, would never have these types of thoughts. If the person was honest with himself and understood that he's far away from being a tzaddik, he's not this perfect creature, this 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 um untamperable type of human being like a tzaddik is, then he would he wouldn't be depressed about it. He would say, Well, I'm a Bainani, no big deal. No harm, no foul. These thoughts are that's part of the Bainani's experience. This is the job of the Benini to, to throw these thoughts out of his head continuously every, his whole life and he's going to be plagued with bad thoughts and that's just fine. That's the experience of the Benini. And not only that, but the incredible joy that comes to the person that does this, he creates so much joy for God. And that's another reason why a person should be so happy. So he's feeling all depressed because he's being arrogant and thinking, you know, I'm this wonderful guy and I shouldn't have had a thought about doing this sin. Says Arthur Eber, from all sides, and we'll explain the, the last part in a moment, but from all sides, a person should be so joyous when a bad thought comes into your head. It's such an incredible idea because this is not something, this is a, such a creative idea. And Arthur Eber is basically saying what usually should make a God-fearing person so depressed is in fact what should be such a, so, such a source of delight for the tzaddik that he's able to do what God wants and he's able to do a mitzvah by throwing that bad thought out of his head. Let's read the final parts. And he's going to throw the sitcha acha, um, uh, um, which soars like an evil. He's going to he's going to suppress it by throwing the thought out. I know so a person has the chance to throw this, the impurity and evil down into the ground and that's an incredible opportunity for that person and the person should be joyous in that experience of drawing down godly um, light by him Doing all this beautiful destroying of evil down here. Like the Zoya says. When we get rid of evil, when we contend with evil, when we fight with evil, when we battle of the demons inside our head, all those thoughts to do dreadful sins that are plaguing us, what the, the satisfaction we give to Hashem is immeasurable. We give Hashem so much happiness. And now this person's walking down the street, going about his business, and he's plagued with a thought. Instead of becoming depressed, he should be so unbelievably joyous. Look how much excitement I get to bring to Hashem by taking the thought and throwing it away. But when a person does it, what he does is he takes Hashem's glory and puts it above the glory of anything else. And this uh, this lifting up of Hashem is greater than everything else. When a person, simply put, when a person throws these evil thoughts out of his head, he has he brings incredible joy to Hashem. And that's another reason, above the two reasons we already gave, of why a person should be so unbelievably joyous and not chas depressed when a bad thought comes to them during the day. So the Alter Rebbe, in conclusion, is saying, 
This is not a reason for a person to be depressed. In fact, there's no excuse for a person to be depressed. A person always has to be extremely joyful because in order to be successful at Tanya, you have to be a joyful person. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Tanya is a little niche. Shabbat shalom. 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 Shabbat shalom.